Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. It is 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Royal Pizza, the best pizza in the city. Still making it great. Multiple locations to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza is Edmonton owned and operated 48 plus years. The Stoffer recommendation recommendation at Royal Pizza on a Wednesday is the meat lovers. Visit royalpizza.ca for location nearest you. All right. Uh, he is uh, the dean of hockey writers in the city of Edmonton. He's in the Hockey Hall of Fame, and he joins us right now from Post Media. We welcome back to Oilers Now, Jim Matheson. How you doing, Jim? Good. I don't know if that's the right dean. That's the means. Holy Christ! That means just means I've been around a long time. It means you're old. That's what it means. Like well, it does it does, and there's lots of people on Twitter think I should have quit years ago. Uh, well, you can never make us. You know, you know, it's funny because uh, I had a couple tweets over the course of the weekend, Jim, and one of them I said, uh, "If Jenny Kuznetsov's a hell of a player, but I'm not a big fan of the the Selly." And, and I had a bunch of guys repping me for being an old dog and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then I, uh, I dared to compare the long shot that has been Vegas and the mirror, you know, it's been a tremendous story uh, to compare that with Leicester winning the uh, Premier League in 2016. And I got lectured about how, you know, it's not comparable because Leicester didn't get a, you know, a bunch of good players from EPL teams that they basically won with ECHL teams. That's the perfect example. I'll tell you what, do you ever get, do, do we ever put anything out there, Bob, where you don't get 10 nasty, what are you talking about? How about, does anybody think we put out there, does anybody ever say, you know what, not a bad idea, maybe. Yeah, we, we don't seem to get a whole lot of those. Well, it's a, it's a different. I mean, the interesting thing is, uh, you know, when it comes to Leicester, I think they ended up with three guys on the, the whatever they call the All Star team in the EPL. Like they got a guy Mares who's going to be a huge transfer this year out of Leicester. That Jamie Vardy was a striker, uh, and they had Nagola Conte, who was a, a defensive midfielder, who uh, Chelsea ended up stealing away from them. I mean, these guys were all the best players in the EPL that year. And you look at Vegas, and you can make an argument right now, Marc-Andre Fleury if, is leading the charge for the Conn Smythe Trophy. So there, there are some comparables, and nobody saw Leicester winning, and nobody saw Vegas winning, Jim. No, and I don't know. And everybody keeps saying, well, geez, Vegas got to take you know better players off our roster than previous expansion teams. Well, uh, maybe they did, but they also picked the right players and maybe some of those NHL teams didn't protect should have protected some of the players that got taken by Vegas well Flo- other players Flo- or maybe they shouldn't have made trades yeah. to keep players and let you know them go to other teams you know let them go to Vegas so you know I don't know it's it's all I know is they're very well coached and I've talked to a couple of NHL coaches who say the same thing. They are better than 99% of the teams in the league at getting the puck out of their end. 
And, and they don't have, like Jim, they don't have an all-star caliber defense. Like nope. like Nate Schmidt was probably underdeployed in Washington, and we have Al May on the show every couple of weeks, and he'd always he'd say there's a player there. I think we all knew that Theodore was going to be pretty good, so he might be the guy with the biggest upside of anybody. Uh, you know, Miller's had a good offensive campaign, but they – they kind of limit his minutes a bit five on five, and and McNabb's a physical guy. Derek England, I mean, Derek England looked like he was done a year ago in Calgary, and that's that's the thing. Like you look at David Perron. Okay, I get it that Carlson's been given an opportunity and Hollow's been given an opportunity, Jim up front, but there's some guys like like I didn't see David Perron having the type of year he's had. He's totally out he of bounds. Like he's, he looks like he's picked up a little bit of speed. Yeah, he looks like he's always been an, an impressive strong player on the puck, you know, in terms of the, the cycle and stuff like that. He's tough to take the puck off. And he, that's always been his strength and, and, and a very quick shot. But he looks like he's picked up a little speed. And you're right, their, their defense, if you watch their defense play, they go get the puck, they make a quick 10-footer, and then they shoot it along the boards, and there's always a Vegas player there for it. He's there, ready for it, and they chip it out, and it's into the neutral zone, and away they go. Doesn't spend much time in their end of the ice, and and uh, like I said, a very good coach and uh, and a bunch of players that uh, obviously practice at a high pace. That's the that's the, game that's the thing. That's the thing. To me, it's there's something being done in their practices that are getting the most out of their players, and they're able to continue to wear teams down. Jim Matheson joins us right now from Post Media. All right, Maddie. Uh, part of the reason why we got you on. What are the Oilers going to do with the number 10 overall pick? I have my theory. I'd like to hear yours. Well, I think there's there's two things they could do with it. One is not picking anybody. I, I you know, at 10, are they going to get a really good offensive defenseman? And, I, and the best forward is Wallstrom uh, after the first couple. And I don't know if he'll be there at 10 when the Oilers are picking Oliver Wallstrom. Uh, is Noah Dobson or... Ty Smith or whoever else is there as an offensive defenseman going to be a player who can play on the orders within two years? I don't see it. I think the players they take at that point will probably go back and play another year of junior and then have to play a year in the minors. Um, so I would trade the pick and uh, because time's a waste then for Connor McDavid and I know he's only 21 and they say you're, you know he's got lots of prime years left but I don't know if they can wait three years for another offensive defenseman. And, and there's ways around it. You can trade for somebody else's offensive defenseman on a team with crowded defense and get somebody who's a little more established now for that 10th, just straight up the 10th pick. And then the other way is I don't think they, I don't think you can get a really good player, and you probably agree, for just the 10th pick. You've got to get 10th pick and something to get another more established offensive defenseman and they need an offensive defenseman right now they got 29 goals for their defense last year i don't you know 29 goals i mean some defensemen get half that themselves 15 to 20 goals so well i mean not enough clefbaum had 12 two years ago this past season he dropped down to five, and he wasn't right all season long. Uh, to me darnell nurse is not an elite offensive defenseman i i think that nurse is a three I think Clefbaum, I mean, you might say Nurse is a four because he's a left shot. Larson is what he is, which is a defensively reliable shutdown D. He played his best hockey uh, in, in the second half of the season after the tragic passing of his father. Um, 
there are some limits for me in Nurse's game. And I had cleft bombs of three as well. So they got three top four defensemen. The issue, Jim, is that they've spent nine point five million in a couple guys in Sekra and Russell, and they need Russell was fine this past season, by the way. He, yeah, he gives yeah. you what he's got, but they need Sekra to bounce back in a major, major way. Well, they do, and I, you know, if he can't bounce back, then he's. A, I'm sure he's a possible buyout. I mean, if he can't at his dollar figure. If he can't bounce back to where he's a top-four defenseman, uh, that's way too much money to be paying a third-pairing defenseman over $5 million a year. So they have to find some offensive defenseman. And I don't... I mean, I, I tossed out lots of names. Who knows who they're going to get? Did anybody expect the orders would trade Taylor Hall for Adam Larson? I, I never no. came out of the blue to me. So, you know, there's offensive defensemen out there. I mean, lots of people say the orders should just trade Oscar Kleffbaum for Tory Krug, an offensive a good offensive defenseman, smaller for Clefbaum, who's not as good offensively, but they both shoot left. And Clefbaum's got a better contract he's and is bigger. a better contract, and he's got more years left before he's unrestricted. Yes. Corey Krug is unrestricted in two years. So that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, except that Tory Krug played for Peter Shirelli in Boston. So I guess anything's possible. And, uh, do you think that do you think we've seen the the ceiling for Clefbaum, like twelve goals, thirty eight points? Do you think that's as good as it gets for him? I think that's about what he is. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he's a fifty point defenseman. Right. I think he's. A, I think he's a. I think he's a. I think he could be a number two defenseman, with a really good offensive defenseman. Okay. He, like Oscar can really skate, and he's a big body, and he can shoot. He just doesn't get it. You know, he's not a pure scorer. So I don't know where you get those offensive defensemen from. I mean, there's defensemen out there. You know, are they true number one defensemen? Of course not. Nobody's trading you a true number one. There's only 15 true number one D-men in the I don't league. even know if there's that many. Yeah. Now, I mean, Shea Weber was, Duncan Keith was. I don't think Duncan Keith is now. I think there's a lot of tread in the tire. I don't know if, if Shea Weber's mobility is, as it was. I don't hmm. know if he is anymore. Chara is not anymore. Um, there's some, you know what? There's a couple of young defensemen who could be number one defensemen at, in time. Provorov in Philadelphia. Yep. For sure. That's Ekblad fair. Ekblad and Ekblad and yep. So there's two young ones who might jump into the. Into well, where did Provorov, what, what, what slot did Provorov get drafted in, Jim? Uh, he got, he was about the. Seventh or eighth pick. We'll, we'll get uh, Dave Campbell to look up Ivan Provorov. For some reason, I thought he went ninth overall. By the way, the orders picking tenth, given the inevitability of expansion moving forward, unless I'm getting knocked out of the park, I'm not trading the pick. Um, what would you do with Yessa Pulyarvi? I would uh, listen to calls. You would, eh? If it's if you got a really good defenseman for him. Now I stand corrected I stand corrected on Provorov. He went seventh in that draft year, not ninth to the Flyers. Yeah. Good so good one, seven. Jim. So, you know, I Peter Shirelli has said on the record that number one centers and defensemen are more valuable than wingers. He said it on the record. So if you can get a defenseman and trade a winger, why not? I you know I don't I think the one team that would probably like Pugliarvi is Carolina because Sebastian Ajo's there and they were junior line mates. Right. I mean, that's certainly a possibility. I mean, you're getting all sorts of... I mean, there's so many fans out there, Bob, who keep saying, ah, oh, this defense, and he's not as good as you say he is. This defense is not as good as you say he is. 
I mean, Justin Falk isn't isn't the number one defenseman, but he can score goals. He had a bad year. All defensemen. Yeah, he had a poor shooting percentage. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I know there's. I don't think he's a great puck mover. I right. He can run a power play. And he can really shoot. And the owners have nobody right now that can really run a power play, and and there's a danger to shoot. When, yeah, I, I don't know if, Jim, I got to tell you, when it comes to Justin Falk, yep. there, there's some, I think there's some red flags there. Uh, he looks heavy. Maybe, I don't know if he is or yeah. he isn't, but he looks a little heavy. He looks heavy. I don't know if it's his body type or he just looks. I agree with you. He does look. And and some of the guys he plays with do better when they're not playing with him, which is never a good thing. I mean, they've nope. obviously they've got Pesci. They've got Slavin. I mean, they've got uh, Hannafin. He's gone over minus 50 in his first three years in the NHL, yeah. and they got to decide what they're going to pay him uh you know slavin and pesci that's a tremendous pairing uh they got the kid from red deer coming up uh, down the pipe they got jake they got bean yeah they got jake bean as well it finished up with bob torrey and tri city what was the guy's name? hayden flurry was a kid from red yep. deer so they've got some defense prospects uh, i'm with you i do think that would be an organization because of how good sebastian ajo is uh, and, and the fact that Pugliarvi Ajo and Line A played together in that terrific world junior yeah. team in Finland, I could see them having interest. To be frank with you, I would not trade yes to Pugliarvi, uh for Justin Falk. I would not do that deal. No, I don't, I, I'm not sure I would either. But where are the orders getting an offensive defenseman? They can't wait three more Is years. it possible, Jim, less is just more? Like, may, maybe you, like, so you, you've got to you back up. By with, you can get by with four pretty good defensemen, okay? But one of them has to have some of, has to be quite good right. offensively, and you put up with the fact the guy isn't so good defensively. And whether that's, I mean, a prime example of a guy who is quite good offensively but not great defensively is Chris Letang. He's a risk taker. You know, I think it was pretty clear this year in the playoffs. He's really good offensively but not so good defensively. Now you get somebody who's not as good as Crystal Tang but is an offensive defenseman. I think you got to bite the somewhat how you got to make some sort of trade and get one. Yeah. Well, I, that's a fair perspective. I mean, the other end of the argument is, you know what? The Oilers are we'll see with Miko Koskinen in goal, we'll see. But I, I certainly believe Cam Talbot will be better next year. I believe the special teams will be better. Uh, the team will be healthier to start the year. And I think that Sekra is going to be better. And so Ladie will and uh, you know, Sekra, Clefbaum, and Larson all dealt with injuries during the course of last season. And I think it affected the team play. So some might say, you know what? Don't panic. Don't trade that 10th overall pick. Make the selection. Draft the best available player and go from there, Jim. Yeah, but they've drafted a lot of players. But are there... Are there Three years later, are there are any of those defensemen jumping out at you and saying, oh, this guy's going to be a hell of a player? Are there? Well, I haven't drafted anybody in the top 10 on D since who? Since since Nurse back in 2013 yep. at 7. So, I mean, it's, again, with expansion, a strong argument can be made. The other thing is Keith Gretzky's now running the draft with Bob Green, and Keith's track record in Boston was pretty good to close out. Um, over, under, Jim, just to wrap up here on the on the coaches, um I mean, Trent Yanni, it's almost, fate, for me, almost fait accompli. Yeah. What do you think is going on with Glenn Goldson? I think he's listening to other offers. I think Vancouver would like him back. I think there's, you know, certainly other teams, maybe, you know, I think there's at least two other teams, one down east, would probably like him. Uh, I, I don't know. 
I'd hire a Manny Viveros. And Manny Viveros is a coach. Okay. A young guy. Yep. My guess is that uh, he has multiple teams in the Pacific Division looking at him. Yep. Because that, I mean, that's a tough place to win in Swift, and he had to convince the board to go for it. They did, and they're two games away from away from winning the WHL championship. Yeah. Jim, great stuff. Hey, don't let the haters kill you. Well, you know what? I'm not getting a lot of love, so it's, that's par for the course. But that's, uh, <laughs> but if you listen to most of those guys, I should have retired at least five years ago. So I haven't yet. So play as what? It, play as long as you can, Jim. Well, that's what. Yeah, well. <laughs> difference is those hockey players they're 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 being paid a million dollars to keep playing yeah some of them more than that great stuff thanks jim hang in there Yvette, that's Jim Matheson, NHL by Maddie on Oilers Now. 149 in Edmonton. Portions of her show brought to you by World Floor Coverings. Tell them Oilers Now sent you. Receive two times the air miles, reward miles on your flooring purchases at World Floor Coverings. World Floor Coverings, where they know a lot about hockey and a lot about flooring. At 150, this is Oilers Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, Pro-Am Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a Pro-Am Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, Pro-Am Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. 152 in Edmonton, portions of Oilers. Oh, we did that read already. So uh, let's do this. Let's get to a text at 630-630. Hank in St. Albert says on our Westlock Ford text line, Bob, this is why the Oilers drive me crazy. The two guys anybody's talking about trading are Clefbaum, our best defenseman, and Paul Yarby. And we have no wingers. This is madness. They should just wait until Ethan Bear is ready. No sense in selling the farm. It'll just set them back somewhere else. From Hank in St. Albert. To this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. They got river cruises in Europe in 2018. New West Travel, great rates on those said fabulous cruises. May 9th, 1988, I was listening to Rod Phillips' callless game. I was working up in Fox Creek. Deep in the bush. Yari Curry scores at 11.02 of overtime. The Oilers beat the Detroit Red Wings 4-3 at the JLA to go up three games to one in the Campbell Conference Final. That's this day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Again, they got travel deals for weddings, honeymoons, golf packages, and employee corporate reward trips. Call the friendly staff of New West Travel 780-432-7446 online, newwesttravel.com. Tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, former NHL defenseman Dave Ellett, and former Oilers defenseman Brandon Davidson. Tomorrow on Oilers Now, agent Gil Scott, CFL, NFL, and NHL head coaches, Craig Simpson from uh, Hockey Night in Canada, Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. Up next, a news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 Chat Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody. Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for any brand in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Ched.
Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.